1: what's going on guys welcome to grim after dark uh tonight danny and i are going to talk about let's see we have some lukewarm takes we have uh, some questionable conversions we're going to dunk on some more of the 30k community because they sort of deserve that uh and we're going to find our packing supplies uh we're going to be moving but don't worry uh it's still going to be pretty grim after dark uh my co-host today needs some introduction uh he's one of the five people i forced to watch the new rescue rangers movie this weekend and if you haven't watched it you should, too. Here's Danny
0: McDavid. John, I'm here.
1: I could see that. I was expecting some, like, elaborate drop from the ceiling. Yeah, music. no, Hang that's not that.
0: the kind of energy that I have today, John. I'm going to be, unfortunately <laughs> for you, direct and uh, quick to the point.
1: Oh, heck, yeah. I always like it when you just cut off everything with single-word answers. That, that's where that's where we need to be at. Um, Danny, before we bring on our guest, um, I want to touch on something. Uh, last week, uh, Signals from the Frontline had some harsh words to say uh, about Grim After Dark with uh, Seth, the host, saying something along the lines of that were just confusing noise. Like, um, and anyway, to prove their superiority, uh, they brought on Taylor Pearson, uh, who, as you guys might know from our show, does our little Taylor segments, uh, which, if you're aiming for clarity, uh, probably isn't the, the best guest to have on. Huh? Love you, Tay-Tay, uh, but, you know, it's a little manageable sometimes. Anyway, our brand new state-of-the-art crack production team spent Mm -hmm. hundreds of seconds creating this brief recap that you guys are only going to see live.
2: Um, Grim After Dark did things. I mean, it's Grim After Dark. Honestly, if I turn it on, it just it just and then I just kind of phase out. So you know, whatever. Um, um. And so uh, I decided, uh, you know, this week I really, I've, I wanted to talk about Horace Heresy and I thought who better to talk about Horace Heresy than the man that has more energy about 40K lore than Kicker has about Serial, uh, Taylor. <laughs> Another. I am already sensing danger in this segment of trying to control you two, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. uh,
0: <laughs> which might be a problem. Taylor. Tay. I have to ask,
2: what is your favorite breakfast cereal this is required a required question for all guests of the city oh that's super
1: easy right. Please don't, don't do that i will not last we will not this, last this, 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 the Harrison myth here that is
2: taylor and, uh, which and which and i obviously actually an amazing human being like for choice of cereal um, true and i am one of those that not um, last we don't want to just uh, 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 say uh, see how big my portland is we don't want to just it. all right it's not happened take your time. Let's hear the 3 minute crash course cuz i've read the books so uh find it all right We're talking
1: that no, sure, actually, don't do that. I will not last. We were but, actually uh, talking really about, about
0: like, the,
1: the first lore two books, that's there. about it. And it just ee, and then I just kind of phase out. So you know, whatever. Man, uh, we can cut away from my wonderful YouTube selections for my private channel that I watch. Thankfully, it wasn't that terrible. Uh, Danny, <laughs> Danny <laughs> I, this time, if we try to do this again, Danny, any comment? Uh, on last week's exceptional signals from the front line
0: i mean i think that this really this video was a great supercut of the entire episode it really kind of captured the essence of the episode as well as uh the content of the characters of uh the of the uh hosts of the show as well
1: yeah yeah absolutely uh you, you can too can catch signals from the frontline live every Wednesday night on the frontline gaming network, wherever, uh, this broadcast is found, or you're looking at it now. Seth, thank you so much, uh, for saying that all you hear uh, is noise. Uh, because mm-hmm. that's, it's really all we are it's and, and our production team gets real petty, uh, when we get called out, I say team, it's just me. Uh, it's, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's me. I, I'm, I, am i am the petty one. and uh, Teddy, you know what? Go ahead, introduce this week's guest.
0: Oh man, we've got somebody super famous on tonight, uh, which is uh, really a great honor. It's the first time we've had him on our show. Um, you may know him um, from Dice Check uh, Games, um, or uh, you may have, have uh, heard him on the Frontline Gaming Network uh, with Chapter Tactics. Tonight we have on Matt.
1: Yeah, Magic Carb used Fly himself. Um, yep. Forgot that we booked him uh, for this Monday night, and he is currently <laughs> playing a very close stream game on the Dice Check YouTube channel.
0: Yep, um, he's playing uh, Kenny I mean, Boucher. Playing
1: um, Kenny Boucher. So we're pivoting a little bit this week, but you know, we said we'd have him on. Uh, he's going to stay on there. We're going to yep. cut back and forth through the game. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's cut into the game. See what's going on right now. Yeah, and- man, What
2: do you have to say? Yeah, that is gonna be all of my shooting here. That is it. So
1: I'm gonna CP. Do mm-hmm. I ever? Have- well, that's good, man. It's always important to do your shooting phase. Epic. Uh So yeah, if you guys can tell, uh, this week no guests. This week just <laughs> Daddy and I, but that's okay. Um we'll, we'll still do all the great things we do, and if we want to kind of catch in with with uh, Matt's commentary there, we'll just cut to the commentary. See how that. We'll
0: check going. back in with him. I'm sure, John, as the night goes on. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure we'll check
1: back in more with them later. Uh, Now, we're going to start tonight, Danny, with some of the coldest takes I could find this week. Uh, Starting with this one here. uh, With 10th edition, not not far far off in the distance, distance, what do you want want to see in the new new edition? edition? Me, Me, I would would love love to see armor facings, armor armor value, and scattered deep strike come back. And And if if you land in terrain or or another unit, your unit unit dies. dies. Um, Please please note, I didn't actually uh, censor out the reply's name. It's our, it's our friend, friend, Colin Wingo. Wingo. Uh, he he deserves, deserves full credit, credit for, this. for this. He, he says, says, I, too, I want, want the, the worst rules back in the game. game. Um, now, no, Danny, Danny. Uh, what's, are there any rules from that time that you'd want to see brought back and, and kind of pushed into the game? Oh, yeah. I mean, classic
0: rules, John. Who doesn't want to do templates again? That's, that's oh. the thing <laughs> I really think they missed out on here. Um, uh, what a classic and valuable addition to the game. It definitely makes you feel a lot better arguing for 10 minutes about how many models got hit by a Battle Cannon's uh, by a, yeah, battle cannon's large blast.
1: There was nothing more fun <laughs> for me as it was generally a Horde player as spending a lot of time in my movement phase, making sure each of my models was exactly two inches away from the other model. Of course. Uh, for minimum blast coverage there.
0: You know, and another thing, John, too, that I would like to bring back in addition to templates and scattering mm-hmm. for Deep Strike... If we can use the old deep strike rules where you had, to, you had to deep strike onto the large blast template, your unit couldn't be bigger than the large blast template. They just they had to fit on it. I'd like those rules to come back.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, so are there any rules where, like, even jokingly, and guys, this might surprise you, Danny was a, a smidge sarcastic, if I can talk for you, <laughs> in his last responses. So those are rules that we don't want to have back. Is there any um, that you really are glad are not a part of the game anymore?
0: Yep, all, all of those rules, John. Every single one of them. Like, I but don't is there like
1: to... one in particular? Like for me, person armor facings. Nothing I could cause more arguments in a game for me than armor. Well,
0: faces. yeah. What's the center and what's corner you know, to corner on a Falcon grab tank? Like, I can uh, see your
1: side. Know you have your front. Things like right.
0: that. Stupid. Has um, it lessened
1: your excitement for thirty k? Because that is like modified seventh edition. We're talking more thirty k, kind of later on.
0: Well, you know, um, John, uh, that's a that's a that's a that's a good point. I don't know. I kind of look at thirty k more from the position that this is a much more casual kind of thing. So I'm looking at playing it with friends, not some randos, that kind of stuff at the uh, at the local game club.
1: That's fair. Keep it. Uh, keep thirty k at the elite where you don't just play right. anyone. You're Gatekeep as your- much as possible gatekeepers it's the 30k away uh matt well what do you think about uh old rules here uh what's your take on rules
2: i'm halfway through
0: corona (laughs) (laughs) i mean that's that's fair covid hit
1: all of us in different ways uh, and you really appreciate that kind of stuff going up there hey danny this beautiful little email was sent to gw's faq team um asking hey I just went through the new Chaos Knight Codex and was wondering where all the Knight Tyrant rules were. I saw the data slate, but there didn't really seem to be any stratagems or relics or any other options for them, so I assumed they were accidentally omitted. Thanks in advance. Danny, is this is this a valid kind of FAQ?
0: What the heck is this, John? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. What 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 do they want? Do they want to? They want they want a
1: tyrant to have cooler rules.
0: The, well, do they want the tyrant like to have its own uh, mini codex is that what they want cuz <laughs> that's codex. what it sure seems like codex supplement night tyrant right <laughs> please give me that that's exactly what i want uh, make sure $55, it's $55 yeah hardback oh, three perfect. stratagems that's even better.
1: three stratagems one data sheet yep uh and maybe two warlord traits and roll a D2.
0: john no limit yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> so bad uh but yeah uh do you why do you think it was because we went kind of through the chaos knight codex danny Unlike like you know your rampager your despoiler all of those guys got ways of buffing other people or some other kind of rules uh, kind of went compared to the other knights available in that book the tyrant was kind of left behind kind of complexity wise why do you think that was
0: it's the castellan's fault blame all of those assholes who played the castellan that's the oh uh,
1: no an object appeared on our screen yeah
0: i don't know what that was about that was interesting.
1: And this show where everything's going perfect already? How how dare it?
0: I know. I wish, um, I wish that I wish that we could be a little bit more professional, John. If I'm if I'm being yeah, totally honest. That's Matt, what do you really... think about professionalism in the gaming environment?
2: So it's kind of kind
1: of thinking. Yeah, sorry, our producer was too busy adding a very nice chat oh, bar, gonna actually, which okay. we like. I'm going to kind of just sneak around right here. Dude, even bad, I mean, you, you can say anything yeah, to that. There's there. nothing to
0: say about that. Um, Danny, I do you like Grudges After Dark? Fantastic name for a show. Yeah. That's pretty, that's what we should have called this episode. We're going, oh,
1: yeah, it always comes as well. You know, the, the edit version will be called Grudges After Dark. Um, and it'll just be a super cut of all of the times I was super petty. Uh, and then it'll be three hours long. Um, Danny, what's a model? Uh, that you just wish was better than it was right now, like because again, the Castellan and, and the 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 Tyrant, a beautiful model, just not with two great some great rules compared to other units in the book. Are there any other examples you can think of where you're like, man, oh, man. I just wish they were better,
0: dude? John, do I have an entire codex full of them? Are you familiar with Necron? Because <laughs> I'd like to talk to you about them today, like. <laughs> Can you make my troops good or maybe my characters cool? That would be great. Maybe you
1: just give everything core and stop whining. Like, (laughs)
0: that's what happened, right? Yeah, but like, what if I want to take like the normal Necron stuff, like immortals and warriors? False. No, take flayed ones. Only flayed ones. Fair. Yeah,
1: you can't complain on that there. What What about the other way around? Like, what is the ugliest model do you have to take because its rules are so good?
0: Oh man. Um, wow. What a great question. Uh, I guess to me, the model that I hate the most that I ended up painting uh, that I don't want to is an ethereal. I did not want to have to paint an ethereal for my far side Enclave's Tower Army, Like that's the color scheme, but I'm doing it anyway, because like, I feel like I have to, to compete, which pisses me off.
1: In my head, I'm like, wait, can you take Ethereals? I'm like, oh, you and your stupid Aux detachment. Right? No. Can you take Ethereals? In I'm just place? not going to
0: play side Enclaves. I'm going to play oh, uh Taucept. But, like, I'm there'll be Farsight colors. But I need to take an Ethereal. It's just such a good unit. It's stupid not to.
1: Yeah, that's totally fair. Going into the chat there real quick. Wallace, who I can only assume is GW... Uh, open high place finisher with Dumas Belcar Wallace and local boy himself asking what can small content creators such as myself do to reach the production genius of this masterpiece of a show um find...
0: <laughs> what you literally gotta do
1: nothing. <laughs> literally nothing you do an average show for five years uh, and then have someone for some reason like what you do and then everyone else does everything for you it's perfect um <laughs> Let's move on. I'm here. It's going great. We're great. Uh, we actually have a picture though of GW's response to this email, and it may surprise you. But. It's Mike Brent <laughs> happily eating a hot dog. Uh, Mike Brent happily eating a hot dog while ignoring your question. Uh, guys, I will this, find a way to make this I will, uh, I will find a way to make this picture happen every week. Um, <laughs> I long in my own personal life uh, to look as content as Mike Brent does uh, eating the Seth dog there, and that's why I'm like, well, oh, there's a lot of clowning on Seth this uh, this episode, but you know what? This weekend is the Bay Area Open, and I can't think of a better place to use this video as I very slowly talk while it loads up as I gave our producer. But truly zero notice that at this point, this is where I would like to use it. it's the bay area open this weekend i'm excited that guy's so excited that he is tearing himself out of what i hope is a wall uh in that little necron photograph there uh what do you expect to see this weekend uh at the bay area open danny apart from games of warhammer cut you off half huh? uh
0: i expect to see continued tiered dominance uh, i haven't looked at exactly who the field is going to be for bao yet to be honest um but uh I suspect you're still going to see them. I don't think they've been hit quite hard enough with the nerf bat yet. Um, and then following behind them, you're going to have things like Eldar and then maybe like Tau and uh, yeah, Harlequins. Harlequins are still really good.
1: Are you guys ready for my bold prediction for the Bay yeah, okay. Area Open? The Bay Area Open, one of the Frontline's premier events. A major tournament, if you will, uh, will be won by a member of the Art of War team. Oh whoa! What's going on? Hey Diggy, you're this way. Can people hear? What? Oh, there's whoa. So we've just been told, and you can't see it. Uh, but there is no art of war representation at the Bay Area Open this oh. year. Guys, now is your chance to win a major. If ever there was a time
0: <laughs> for you to this jump out. This is basically out. anyone's game now.
1: This is anyone's game now. I have, like, next week's script out the window. I had jokes podiums made. Uh, like, just, like, instead of Scrooge McDuck jumping in a pile of gold, there was Nick Nunavati jumping in. Uh, now, who's going to win? Who knows? Uh, but Danny, you're probably right. It's probably going to be tyrannous. Uh Let's let's not uh, say anything else. Um, now, Onto the worst take of the week, Danny, uh, which is uh, this one here. This will take us through to the end of the hour. The Imperium is objectively good considering the circumstances. You can't change my mind. Danny.
0: That's not what objectively means.
1: <laughs> if you could explain this in a level of detail akin to a Seinfeld meme... Um, Oh,
0: I I don't know if I'm able to do that. I can try, though. Okay. (laughs) Try. So, (laughs) the Imperium can't be objectively good based on the standards that you're viewing them through, like, the lens of their society. Um, Because, as you know, we live in a society. (laughs) (laughs) It's time to pull
1: Joker Knight uh, back out of retirement to remind us that we all, in fact, do live in a society. You know that the guy who wrote this really likes that movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, spoiler alert, no one's good, apart from maybe Tau. Uh, the Imperium sacrifices millions of people a day for reasons. Um, chaos, chaos. Eldari will destroy civilizations to protect three people who wanted to go to a camp out on a planet. Uh, like It's just everyone, everyone's bad and we have to be okay with that. Yeah, and the Talcumet ta- genocide as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everyone genocides a little. That's why it's 40K. Right. Uh, let's check in with Dice, DiceCheckHQ. See what they think about uh genocide. about who's a good guy, who's a bad guy. Yeah. So I'm probably going to start with Decimator. Or I mean, uh, Contemptors. Yeah. So I'll start with just, like, the furthest one away, and we'll just download every Starting bullet we can into them. Yeah. Cool. Dude, perfect. I mean, that actually is somewhat fit uh, yeah. if we were to do it. Like, I was surprised about that one. That's okay. Um. So good loaded question here, though, Danny, yeah. uh, even though everyone is a bad guy, who would you consider to be the good guys of 40K? Ooh,
0: uh, John, I, I, I can't. Uh, I guess like to me, I guess I would say. Oh, I guess I would say chaos are the good guys. Um, I think they're the good guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, they're trying to liberate. They can hear. They, me. Oh, they're we, trying we, to liberate all humanity um, from the yoke of the emperor, so they can live that's free. That's fair. That's
1: I, fair.
2: I agree. That's like the first time I've ever agreed with Danny.
0: Oh.
1: But oh.
2: They are objectively. There. There are much like they're. They're fighting back, right? Chaos against that yeah. corpse emperor. Against the man.
1: Yeah. We have chat jumping in here. Salamanders are apparently the good guys because they help blind children. Well, I mean, they uh, but did with burn blood. a child. Yeah, I
2: mean, come on now.
1: <laughs> or the night lords from uh, Mark Cornet's space Marines that help blind children. <laughs> yep. And so they don't Just have like to the see salamanders. The, of the
0: world. The For salamanders sure. help blind children, and the night lords also help blind children.
1: And then Snigs on Twitch, there uh, Nids are the good guys in 40K. Is like saying that stoners oh who go God. to Taco Bell at 11 p.m. at night are reasonable <laughs> food eaters. They're not. They're just, they're just led by
0: the desire to consume, to eat, to
2: consume flesh. Uh,
0: <laughs> they're objectively, they objectively like uh, embody the concept of gluttony. So like, you can't say that the good guys. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, that's fair.
1: Uh, now, Matt, I know you're busy with your game there. I think you're in your shooting phase right now. Uh, But we do need the expertise of a much larger YouTube streamer um, Mm -hmm. on this next take here. Uh, Let me pull this up here. It says, 100% of tournaments should be streamed and posted to demonetized YouTube channels because they happen in public and you are not legally allowed to decline being filmed in public. Now, Danny, I know you're not quite a lawyer yet, uh, but I'm hoping that you've done some kind of coursework along these lines. Is it true that you're not legally allowed to be filmed in
0: public? I mean, I, I think you are legally allowed to film people in public. But I think that it's arguable that a tournament isn't necessarily a public event, depending on the venue. Um, and then I guess it also depends on the country. Because um, that one guy who wore the Hitler stuff in Spain, um, they couldn't. They couldn't eject him from the tournament because it was a public event, supposedly, and that's kind of some kind of Spanish law. I'm not sure. So, ah, um, I'm really trying to
2: make my puppet not smile during, during that. During
1: that <laughs> please don't take. Please don't take the tricky Dick bots uh, smile during the talk of Nazis in Spain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> um john what do you think well i personally think
1: that if you put in the time and effort as a streamer to create hundreds of hours of amazing live content it shouldn't be demonetized uh, do you think maybe some of this is is yeah. people being like hey i was on a live stream you owe me that internet cash and they're mad that they don't get the 17 cents that youtube pays for that one that live they, stream they were on i don't think anybody's
0: upset about that no I, I hope they're not. That's ridiculous. I think this
1: person's just like, "Hey, like these streamers are making all of the money on this thing here." They're not just, you know. Yeah. The up. joke
0: is that they're not making any money. Like, well, I mean, they might make some money, but like, just enough to cover costs. Like, we're not in an we're not in like a level of popularity of streaming games where people are making massive amounts of money on anything but super chats. Yeah. And so I'm really excited to announce that we're going to be adding super chats. <laughs> You know, Danny, you're not that far off, but I want to oh, okay. tell one other yeah.
1: joke here first. <laughs> kind of to your point, I'm our guest tonight, Matt, uh, his main channel, uh, Magikarp Used Fly, uh, which is kind of a magic gaming channel, has a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, over 1.1 million subscribers. Uh, Dice Check, the offshoot he does for 40k, I think a little over 100,000. So that, I think that goes to kind of show like the difference in popularity level between the two. And I haven't been to a single event. Uh, where if someone says, "Yeah, I don't want to stream," they're being like, "No, you have to stream. You have to go to this table right now. Immediately go there and play right now. You have to be on stream." And like, uh, and like Dickball, you can you can chime in on this uh, the production side of these big events. Um, what if someone comes up? And he's like, "Yeah, I don't want to be on stream." Uh,
2: generally, I we'll... don't
1: like that you are rice from the desk <laughs> like that.
2: <laughs> hey man, what's going on? Uh... Yeah, we generally move on and then pick a new uh, I'm gonna move I'm gonna move myself awkwardly over here um, thank you yeah yeah <laughs> I was just doing the close talk uh, we yeah. just generally move on to another matchup yeah it's not uh, it's not that difficult yeah
1: yeah though I feel no demonetization in fact it should be split off entirely into its own live channel exclusively on YouTube and that's why we want to announce that this slide here, the Frontline Gaming Network is going to be moving his live content to a brand new place. Uh, <laughs> FLGN Live on YouTube, and we're excited about this move. It means we're going to be able to interact with you guys more. Uh, I mean, the live streams will stay up for good. I know we've moved into doing like super cool professional quality edits of the episodes. Um, but on this new site, when we start going there, the entire live stream will be open. So you're welcome, Australia. We're doing it for you, for that through those three people who contacted me, asked why they couldn't watch it anymore. Um, so we're gonna have our live streams on the live channel and then our edited version will still be up on the existing uh, FLGN YouTube channel. Uh, we do need your help to make this launch go off with a bang. Uh, so please subscribe to that channel, um, either through the link that hopefully our producer is putting in the chats, which I know he's not, because you know why? I didn't send it to him. Um, or the QR code that's on the side of the moving truck um, that's maybe all my shilling tonight. Uh, Snigs2874, you guys are going to start doing people in hot tub videos too. Watch us. Buddy, if you only knew the plans. That That's all I'm going to say. That, that's, that's some things you can't do on Twitch, you can only do on YouTube. Um, but yeah, maybe that'll be it for my shilling. Uh, I, I don't know entirely though. Uh, Danny away from the Shilling for, for like three seconds. The new Chaos Knight Abominant looks amazing, but not everyone else thinks so. Uh, take us through this hot take.
0: Am I the only one who thinks the new Knight's Ankylosaur tail is ridiculous? Or Ankylosaur tail, however you want to pronounce it. Um, yeah, no, I think it's pretty awesome. Uh, considering that he stole it from the Carnifex pretty much. Um, from the scythe tail that that kid has like i don't think it's that bad seems fine
1: you know you just made me think that i can do one with the the like the hammer shaped tail and just kind of slap that bad boy on there because it's around about the same size right that'd be like for me it's it's a different look like i don't want all of my knights to be the same apart from well the one with the burbs and the one with the the big tentacles that's why that's different Everyone knows true psychic power is held in the tail.
0: <laughs> psychic power is stored in the tail, John. That's what I heard.
1: That is. And that's, that's what the, uh, the heresy, that's why no one likes librarians back in heresy, because no one liked tails.
0: Right. Uh, and they had famously long tails. Um, they did. If you guys are familiar with Dragon Ball Z, um, but how some of those characters have tails is a similar way to how a lot of psychers, actually Eldar, famously long tails. That's, that's
1: that's right. <laughs> Famously long. And Magnus has a tail. Mortarion has a tail. The Emperor, that's... he has one of those creepy nub tails. That's just like the little bone. on, on but the. But it's back so of the powerful.
0: Butt. like So powerful. It's like he has a more... full-length tail, like a 20-foot long tail, but it's wrapped into like some kind of a bun-like construct on his back. You can't see it because of his armor that he wears. He has more power
1: in his nub than you do in your entire miniature collection. It's true. Yeah. Emperor Nub 2023. That's a model. I want to see that going here. Uh, Mark of Corn. this is starting to sound like a Warhammer Fantasy Battle story. No, because it's a current happening thing, uh, which yeah. is happening right now, which Warhammer 40 ba- uh, Fantasy Battles isn't and never will be. Ooh. Um, <laughs> Danny, what's a terrible opinion you've had about a model that no one in their right mind would agree on? Like a model that you just you, you will defend the end of the earth that everyone hates.
0: John, I don't like bad models. I only like good models. I'm sorry, I can't think of one that people hate. Um
1: I don't believe it. Yeah, that.
0: no, seriously. I like all the models I like are good models. Name a model you like. Okay. Sure. Uh the Necron Doomstalker.
1: Is that the, the stupid War of the Worlds looking thing with the giant yeah. gun on the top? Yeah. Little goofy look. You hate that sure. model? All right. I don't hate it. I think it looks super goofy. I think if you put a stone in front of it, it's going to trip over itself, Mr. Magoo style.
0: John, are you familiar with how legs work? No. No. As, as okay. only
1: having two and not three, I can't tell you four. how it skitters forward. What's that? It has four legs. Then I built mine wrong, and it's a terrible model purely in my house. Um, but believe me, guys, it could be much worse. <laughs> and we're about to see that. Right Meow.
0: Oh man, come on. We
1: have for you audio listeners, hopefully this episode is longer than six minutes for you last week. Are bad about that last week. Uh we have a squad of ultramarine uh devastators with heavy bolters, um
0: all with cat heads.
1: All every single one.
0: The entire model. Yeah. This is not um, a movie you can buy. <laughs>
1: uh danny uh thoughts uh, on the Cab marines this is I a good reason toe, to
0: a... 3D printing forever this kind of abomination can't stand i'm just <laughs> i'm just not gonna I'm just not gonna bite it uh this is bad hobby and these people should be get, kept from the game forever i, I mean, mean that about... in like from the depths of my heart i believe that
1: <laughs> it's all it's all about gatekeeping this week i like that where we it's have true. this whole theme going um another question and then uh, dick you want gonna pull the picture back up why do you think it's only one of the cat marines that sustained an eye injury?
0: Cuz 9 out of the 9 out of the 10 cats have Oh, there's only 8, there's not 10.
1: 7 out of 8 cats recommend eye protection. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I was going to do a nine lives joke, but like
1: the real joke is in the conversions themselves. I think that's the important thing to bring up here. Um, and then chat letting us know felonids are meant to be in the guard as they're sanctioned app humans. No they're not. No. Uh, don't don't push your homebrew fluff on us. <laughs> get get uh, out of here with that. Get out of here. Thank you for your time. Please stay. Yes. Um, please don't leave. <laughs> please don't leave. Please clap. Um, finally, for terrible conversions, we have this God of War with two molten man's Danny it's a big titty avatar uh, what are your thoughts
0: why do we have to just put tits on everything guys can't we can't we just not can't we just can we just have the models like do they also have to have that like why why
1: it's got two massive weapons and also two axes
0: I mean, okay, do do your thing. The axes are stupid, though. <laughs> Why <laughs> isn't he model? more than one wailing doom? God, because what a stupid he's stupid. Model.
1: <laughs> double D, double dooms. Dumb. That's that's how it goes. so um, Daddy
0: did that. I'm sure that took a lot of work, but you're bad. <laughs> and you should feel bad for doing something like that.
1: What's the obsession? And this is maybe an obvious question here, but what's
0: the obsession?
1: Uh, with fandoms having to add giant boobs to like literally everything, this is my first. Why are you
0: even asking this question, John? You already know the answer to that. This hobby, this hobby, fosters a large contingent of basement dwellers, and who have probably never seen, much less smelled a tit in their entire life, and so like, there's no way. <laughs> <laughs> I meant by like a no hide nor hair kind of a kind of a way. Anyway. Um, anyway, there's two very good reasons why these people are doing this, and you know it's it rhymes with Intel, and uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's really important we get Matt's point
1: of view on this. Matt, what's your take on big titty models?
0: Ten extra tax? Rule check.
1: Trench fighter. Tommy, you can't, you cannot go wrong with that.
0: You can't call those titties, John.
1: <laughs> yeah. 10 extra attacks. I would probably, if I was told it would give me 10 extra attacks, I would model like weird boobs on my models too. Uh, What else are you going to do? Hey Danny, speaking of embarrassment, uh, when you go to Warhammer World, go for the displays, the massive gaming hall, the history and even the food at Bugman's, uh, but probably don't go to uh, get down to your underpants and stand by a rhino. And luckily I did check this out. This picture is safe for Twitch. Uh, The man has crossed his arms in such a way that his nipples are fully covered. Um, yes, that is an imperial fist under his, uh, in front of his uh, unmentionables. Um, Danny, on a trip to Warhammer World, what's the one thing you'd want to do that you absolutely would not be allowed to do? Because <laughs> this guy obviously was like, I'm going to go to Warhammer World. You know what would make it even better? If I stripped naked and stood in front of a plastic rhino. <laughs>
0: oh man i don't know there's so much mischief to get into uh i guess it would have to be like <laughs> mischief what are we oh there's so much honest. stuff you could do a warrior world john isn't that where the, that's <laughs> like where everything is right you could do anything yeah. i would like to try and get into like a developer's computer and make a bunch of typos and some like army documents and like don't see don't you far for they that. got along editing it, are, it already happens no no I mean like on purpose ones that I made like to see how oh. far in the editing process it gets before it gets corrected If do you at feel
1: all. you would go in and make a bunch of typos because you're American and it's a British company you're just like I'm going to add all of these U's to words you I'm going to remove
0: all the use in the document that's what I'm going to do uh,
1: what about you uh, Dick Bob? Uh, I would, as I'm not I would Christian? write good rules
2: for, uh, for the world leaders impossible. Yeah. No, it's impossible Yeah, not going to
1: happen um, I would go in and, yeah, I would take the World Eater Codex and change everything to a shooting weapon and have zero close oh, combat perfect. weapons.
0: Make that them an that all would around hurt
2: so much. I would be in pain.
1: Or I would take a single Infinity model, maybe the William Wallace one, and I would just place it in one of their displays and see how long it would take to notice. Ooh, I like the, that. You know, yeah, yeah, just random miniature in there. Um, I feel they'd get a lot of trouble if they found out who it was. Guys, I'm in America. I'm not going over Warhammer World anytime soon, um, but yes, I, I replace random models in the displays. Um, that's enough fun. Uh, back to the wines. Uh, starting with this guy here, who says, "I remember a time. Oh God, it never is good when it starts like this. I remember a time when GW made some stellar quality painting videos." Videos. Uh, But today would not normally recommend this, but I suggest you look at other YouTube channels for better paint jobs and tips on how to paint Gosh, I miss our Duncan Tooth and Coats Rhodes Edit my criticism is that it is an official tutorial tutorial video by GW No marketed easy painting or battle ready video and this is how they marketing the Imperial Fist for Horus Heresy My criticism is about the poor quality of their painting videos as of late uh, when they have in the past done better and stellar work. Remember, their painting videos is also part of their marketing, and this is not okay. Um, Tenny. Uh, ignoring the fact that, you know, Duncan Rhodes has his own painting channel, where he does tutorials on how to do GW models, um, what are, like, our paint videos, like how to paint videos, just marketing for these companies?
0: I don't even understand what this complaint is. Is they saying that, the gw marketing campaign sucks well i well i cut off uh, the the picture what it was
1: the they've been releasing kind of how to paint videos for to kind of promote 30k coming up and this one was uh-huh. on how to paint an imperial fist right okay um so this was sort of like uh this is how you paint an imperial fist and he's saying this isn't very good this is terrible this is your advertising like, you got to do the better. technique
0: is bad or like the quality of the video is bad like
1: i I think it's just generally the overall quality of the finished product isn't up to what they remember.
0: Oh, well, standards change. Maybe they're trying to make this as an introduction to new players instead of trying to please the old grogs who don't like care about the new people coming in the hobby. Mhm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Awesome. And then just real quick here, what are some other great painting resources that you found? Like I mentioned before, uh, Duncan Rhodes, he has his own YouTube channel, which does some phenomenal work uh, on a weekly basis, has some great things. He shows you how to use non gw paints, which is kind of really nice. He has a, if you ever want a really great white recipe, his Stormtrooper, top notch. Danny, what's some other stuff you've looked at out there? Or are you just amazing at painting now?
0: John, I don't, I don't, I don't follow other people's work for painting stuff. I, I do my own thing. That's fair. Just kidding. That's I fair. look at like uh <laughs> And that's why on
1: FLG Darren... Live
0: they <laughs> Darren Latham did a really great tutorial on how to paint black Space Marine armor that I really liked with like cool blues. Um and I've seen a couple of other good uh painting like basically anything you want to paint, just Google it on YouTube anyway. Like who cares if Games Workshop what, like, is he mad that they're not putting in enough money into this? Like wh- I don't know. What does he want? What does he want? I don't know. I don't know.
1: But as I look at some of the the Warhammer Plus uh, Masterclass videos, and all that makes me want to do is take all of my models and paint and just push them into the trash. Like, cool. Because when we're talking about painting skin, I'm not thinking about where heat radiates from from your face. Um, Let's put it that way. But if that's not good enough for you, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, On the plus side, though, we seem to be coming to a new, gentler 30K. As the Remembrancers Retreat remind us, uh, the 30k as uh, so is for everyone, pretty oh, much. God. Um, we're all at the point of being the new kid ones and, and kind of telling that community, historically, a bunch of terrible people who will still be terrible people, to be nice to the new people coming in. Uh, Danny, do you think with this new edition coming in for Heresy, we're gonna see uh, the, the 30k community being less elitists, or will I actually be able to sell my black books to them for like three grand?
0: I hope that people will, yeah, I hope you can sell them for three grand too, John. Um, <laughs> I uh, I hope that people will be more welcoming. I don't think that that will be the case. I think there's going to be lots of people who are like, I don't want to play the new horse heresy rules. I want to keep playing what I've been playing. And so you're going to have like clusters of people that aren't going to be, I don't know. I, I think it's going to be kind of disparate as far as like uptake goes uh, with the new edition of the game, but we'll see. What do you take of the kind of quote they put up
1: here um, by someone called Robbie? I would assume he's a part of Remembrance's Retreat. Mm -hmm. Uh, He quoted himself. Um, 40K is like a car race. Horace Heresy is a car show. Do you think that's an appropriate way to say "full of idiots?
0: Do I think... (laughs) John, I'm I'm just not going to answer that question. Uh, Well, that's fair, but do you you, view
1: it in a similar way to be less sarcastic about it? is like heresy more of a a show and 40k is more of like a race
0: i think that that's what they would like to believe i mean i've heard like (laughs) i think there's plenty of really nice 40k armies that are much nicer than 30k armies if i were if if i would say that there's probably is there probably like a deficit is there probably a correlation between army quality and it being a 30k army probably but yeah it doesn't that you should definitely by all means not exclude anybody who wants to come play the same game as you. That's ridiculous.
1: Absolutely. Um, And just to add in there as well, I always imagine people talking about their 30K armies the same way uh, the scene in American cycle where they're all comparing business cards, Um, like just very up themselves uh, (laughs) and very, everything is the same guys. It's all Marines. I'm glad your Marines are, aqua and and your marines are shiny pink or whatever those all just marines uh it's just lean into it guys be happy and now i'm going to get more 30k um hey let's do a little bit of a shield break danny you ready for this let's pull up the beautiful logo let's go no 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 not not that one (laughs) the the, the beautiful logo (laughs) there we go hell yeah Less than two weeks to go before Las Vegas Open tickets go live for 2023. Uh, They're going to be going live Monday, June 6th at 10 a.m. Eastern. Uh, It's going to be fully up and running this year, and it'll be the biggest and best ever. We're going to be back in the Rio. There's going to be full operation this year. So that amazing restaurant we kept walking past and being sad it was closed, that'll be back up. Um, The shows, sure, no, we won't be bombarded with Chippendale Flyers. Shows will be back up, (laughs) and it's going to be a great time for all. There's going to be lots of updates to the Rio. Danny's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Uh, Dick Bot here is going to be forced to be there, maybe against as well, maybe for as well. We don't know where his mental state's going to be in, like, nine months from now. True. Um, but we can't wait to see you all at the Las Vegas Open 2023. Tickets go on sale June 6, 10 a.m. Uh, get them early because they will sell out. Matt, what do you think is going to happen in game one uh, of your Las Vegas Open this year? I think farsight was that 22. bad just because no. it's
0: 22. i mean it's 23 it, 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 yeah that's true i don't think yeah i mean i i look i don't want to lose to farsight enclaves either yeah no one does no one does that would be like an awful round one and uh, yep. disflux
1: you know i love you you know, just we're just we're just making fun um hey danny spiky bits coming in hot with this article here um it's not worth it to work with Games Workshop. Uh for you guys listening to the podcast here, uh we have two uh Dracari, like grotesques I want to say. Um Rex or Rex I don't know things you guys know that by this point. Uh beating up uh what looks to be a fascist. Um <laughs> <laughs> implying Almost that inherently. after working with GW, creators are just fascists being carried around by the oppressed system that they, uh, they obtain. Um Danny, what's your thoughts on that?
0: Well, John, this is the image that the libs want to sell you really hard. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a noted page that doesn't work with GW.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I'm just it's kidding. The... Uh, I think that uh, I, what is I don't know. I haven't seen the video. Um, I'd want to watch that before I made an official comment. I, my 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 take is that the uh, is that <laughs> this is know, a I terrible video and has no substance worth consuming whatsoever.
1: Danny, is someone who works with GW? Do you often feel like a fascist afterwards? No, no. Real question. Do you feel like kind of like it's an awful relationship?
0: Definitely not. They're really nice. <laughs> I
1: know. And, like, lead times are getting way better. So, oh, yeah.
0: sure. Yeah. They're really improving that that aspect of, of product. <laughs> why,
1: why do you think some people think that the, the creator GW relationship is as one-sided as this picture makes it seem?
0: Well, John, that's because they uh, they are out of the loop and they want to be in the loop. And it seems like the best way that they can do that is to pull views. And so they say, all oh, this negative shit. And then I think it's a vicious cycle and they continue to not be invited to the table because they're not positive. I think it's important to remain positive because like, we're all playing this game. We all still want to keep playing this game. Like, yeah, is everything perfect? No. But like, it's a pretty fun game. We all really like it. We like the background. We like the miniatures. We like painting. We like some aspect of it. And so um, it's really important that uh, I think that we take a generally positive attitude towards things uh, that get released. I, I think that's healthier overall. You're not stewing about some stupid shit for years, Matt. Matt, Matt, what do you think about this? Down to three. Down to three. Down to three. Okay. I mean, that's
1: if that's the only creators who are going to work with you. You got to really leverage those three people, right? And that explains why Danny and I keep getting stuff. Yep. Um, (laughs) Warhammer Plus, Danny, uh, favorite subject of ours. Always been a controversial service to fans, uh, many of whom expect several hundred animations a week to fully get the worth out of their...
0: <laughs> New I animations. Gotta
1: do, I got to do some math here real quick. $1. fifteen a week that it costs. Um, but this complaint really got to me, Danny, uh, in a bothering me kind of way. It says here, Warhammer Plus has got to have been the biggest con GW has ever pulled. Promised so much. And delivered what? Angels of Death was amazing, but three episodes each of Hammer and Bolter, Exodite, and Interrogator is trash. 940k bat wraps, 6 AOS for a year. Uh, Danny, I have uh, lots to say about this. Uh, Why don't don't you you start us off, though?
0: Well, um, I think that's probably not an extensive list of everything that was produced, but I'm sure we'll get to that later. Man, if only um,
1: someone went through everything they've ever produced for Warhammer Plus and listed it on the slide—some
0: absolute madman. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I, I like I—I I will admit that I would say the number of battle reports is pretty low for what I feel like they should be doing. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, I really think that they could have—I think they could have kept boosted that up a bit. But like, there's tons of painting videos and other stuff. I don't know, and I think like a lot of episodes of shows like i think there's more than i think there's more than 25 30 episodes of stuff right Mm -hmm. like that's a pretty reasonable amount to me especially when this is the their first effort at doing this so i think it's only going to get better as time goes on
1: danny do you find warhammer plus to be worth the money that you paid
0: for it yeah i mean especially once i get the miniature
1: Mm -hmm. for sure that's going to be soon um Guys, I want to refute something, some of these uh, quick from this slide. Uh, it undersells the content a little bit. Um, one, it only speaks about Warhammer TV. Uh, I think people hear Warhammer Plus, and they just see Warhammer TV, and, and that's all it is. Um, it's only a small percentage of what you get. Uh, it gives you, uh, guys, get a shill counter ready for this, because I'm going whole hog on this. Um, it gets you uh, Warhammer TV, two sort of functioning apps that kind of help some of the time. Uh, <laughs> Like not 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 going overly chill here, gets you va- access to a vault of old white dwarfs and rule books, uh, but purely if you just focus on the television, uh, the Warhammer TV part, they have released. Um, 3 episodes of Interrogator, 3 episodes of Exodite, 10 Hammer and Bolters, 10 Angels of Death, 1 Astartes, uh, Deep Strike, which is a behind the scenes of Astartes, 3 Learn to Play videos, 22 basic videos about using their paint range, 29 Citadel Masterclass videos, a Necromunda Battle Report for Ash Wastes before it was released, 18 Lore Master shows, 6 Battle Reports for AOS, 9 for 40k, 1 each for Warcry and Underworlds, and 3 Kill Team Battle Reports. Um, and, and it hasn't been a year it's been nine months just because you got the email saying that your miniature is going to be here soon if you got the year it was going to be like nine months from now but for me for a dollar 15 a day or a week even dollar 15 a week which is what 60 dollars divided by 52 is roughly um you were getting the, the value that i feel is good
0: yeah GW is and a don't company. forget john did you even talk about the white dwarfs yeah a little bit I mean, yeah, they've got all these archived issues of White Dwarf, like some of the best fluff that you can find. Like, there's tons of good stuff in that. You've got to look past the TV
1: and, and to fully utilize the benefit. And you're getting uh, a character model, which is like what, with recent price increases, a $700 value. Um, but a lot of content from a company worth about one twentieth of Netflix. By the way, a company whose solely sole sole business is to stream content. Uh, so I don't think it's uh, bad. Uh, Danny, what do you feel though about that release schedule? Right now we're getting about one to three videos a week. Um, some of them are kind of like, we're seeing episodes of like interrogators, sometimes sequentially, sometimes not. What's your take on their release schedule?
0: I'd like for them to release a little bit more, um, uh, like a little bit more regularly on the animated stuff. Um, I think that would be great. Oh, can I just make a comment about Wallace's comment is just so amazing. Um, as I quote him, I was born with glass bones and paper skin. Every morning I break my legs and every afternoon I break my arms at night. I lie awake in agony until my heart attacks put me to sleep quoted the average 40k complainer which is 100 percent true like they complain about like it's they're the biggest victims ever because they like this product or like they purchased a 60 dollar subscription to the first year of a service that who like who knows how long the streaming stuff is going to be like maintained viability for mm-hmm. um uh like all these separate like disparate stream channels and, and extras like warhammer plus and things like that like, if they don't get eaten up by other, uh, by other networks and things like that, I wouldn't be surprised.
1: And Champopo coming in with, are you guys trying to get on the free pre-release sample list from GW? No, I just, I don't like the take. Uh, because people only look at one corner of Warhammer Plus, uh, and that's just the TV. And for me, the TV stuff that's coming out has been entertaining. I loved uh, Interrogator. That was one of my favorites. Um, I've loved everything that's come out from the TV side. The, the paint masterclasses, even though I made fun that it makes me want to throw all my models in the trash, like what they're teaching and what I'm learning is really well done. And weight Price, he does a great job on Lore Masters. Like, I'm sorry that I want to be happy and enjoy uh, the product that we spend so much time at Bar. Uh, Only but, but I do. Uh, dick Bob.
2: I, I have an interesting <laughs> take. Thanks for calling me Dick Bob. Okay. Uh, no, that's your name. I have, new I have name an now. interesting take. Uh... Chat so just recently they they released the the separate weapon kits for 30k did you guys see that oh
0: yeah mm-hmm. what,
2: what did you what was your take
0: oh amazing i'm super hyped for that i think that's a great like uh, all plastic weapons that are probably easily magnetized in one right? kit i think it's awesome
2: how many people do you think went oh what a terrible i gotta buy a separate box for a gun <laughs> Like, I'm sitting here look, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, haven't we been asking for this? as the guy Forever. Said, yeah, forever. And we finally got it. And, like,
0: come yeah. on, Dude, do you remember? And, like, tell me if maybe this wasn't your experience, but I remember buying entire boxes to get one bit right. that I needed for, like, a sergeant conversion. Like, I need a power fist. I guess I better buy another box of assault, like, assault Marines or tactical Marines or a command squad.
2: Yeah boxes of terminators to get that the the chain combo that you wanted to get right like oh my gosh right. yeah.
0: yeah And guys
1: I um, bought resin weapon packs from forge world which were hell expensive yeah. Um, yeah it's 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 a good deal you don't have to buy 60 by yourself uh, split it with a friend I mean I know it's the 30k community so there's only the two of you guys but you could have like 30 special weapons each uh, who cares
2: it just seems like such a great idea that you'd have those like you, they'll always have those weapons. So anytime you want to do something, hey poop, throw a melt on some, some guy.
1: Right. Yeah. Oh. And, and so here's awesome. the fun thing. Uh you don't have to use those weapons just for Marines. Wanna use those KOS guys? Go right on ahead. Yeah. You wanna do some conversion to make it work on other guys? Go right on ahead. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah, it's it's a great thing. I'm I'm super, super happy about it. And it could never be uh the better than that. Oh, <sighs> terribly. I was gonna say the one thing though, the wines from the Age of Sigmar players, they're way more justified about Warhammer Plus. Okay. Um, because for what happened, they had Azir, which was a phenomenal army building app that it was, was really, really good. good. It was superb. It's what I wanted the 40k app to be, but instead, they took the 40k app and then made it Age of Sigmar. And mm. it just, I understand that concern. I also understand. There's been I listed all of those animations. Um, Only like ten of those videos apply to Age of Sigmar at all, and most of them are battle reports. So I get that there needs to be more uh, content directed to Age of Sigmar. Uh, But if you're a 40k player and you're whining about the content you're getting on Warhammer Plus, stop, stop it. Like go to Unsubscribe, great, unsubscribe. That's that's, that's like you
0: know, or start playing Age of Sigmar and get. 1.2%, 1.2%, uh you know, get 20% extra content.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, Matt, what is your favorite rule, like, during a battle for Age of Sigmar?
0: Uh, nothing. Tight. Ty-
1: uh, nothing. <laughs> I mean, it's oh, fair. Guy's a solid 40k guy. Uh, if you want to know, by the strong. way, we're not planning these at all. We're just oh. randomly jumping into Matt's game. Um, perfect. Dude, uh, I was going to ask Matt this. But, Danny, I'm going to bring up this last slide, and we can talk about it a little bit. Okay. Uh, Danny, we first heard of Matt uh, Magic Carp use fly. And a lot of listeners from our other podcast sent us this link. Uh, link <laughs> the video. Um, the video was called, Four grown men paying $10,000 worth of plastic toys. Uh, which one? Good job not having a shame pile. Uh, but and this is now three or four years old, I think, this video. Yeah.
0: Uh, it was from long... 2020 lvo
1: 2020 lvo so two three years old um where they took a clip from our uh we just did a registration line live stream at lvo uh which was a lot of fun but they took a little clip from that so danny you were in that video and everyone's like guys you guys are mog rules now and i'm like what on earth do you mean yeah that's what was
0: was... you're credited as mog rules which was yeah
1: we're Guys, and I just want to let you know, I have literally two pages of questions uh, right here, which just make fun of the fact. Um, okay. Um, well, okay. Matt, where did you first hear of Mog rules?
2: I buy the dice to yeah. see what's going to happen. And this is to the player.
1: <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I mean, our producer has been telling us what he's saying in his ear about his stream cut out there. That, that's fine. Um, during the relaunch of the Frontline Gaming Network, you guys beat out a couple of other incredibly attractive, humble, and hilarious guys to take over chapter tactics. Uh, the network's premier show. What made you interested in helping relaunch the network?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god. Oh, dude. Okay. That gets dry. Um
0: <laughs> <laughs> these questions are spicy, John.
1: They're so spicy. Um, what's been the most satisfying part of your journey into Warhammer, Matt? See it. I guess plus six to my charge. Oh Oh, wow. You gotta love
0: that. Yeah, it's good play. I I
1: don't think we can ask any more of you except Matt. Thank you so much for dropping by. Let people know where they can find you.
2: You Can't overwatch me either. But um yeah.
1: You can't, but you We're, can find Matt, uh, his Warhammer content on Dice Check on YouTube. Every Tuesday night, he has uh, chapter tactics. Uh, and then also his magic. Or a live battle
0: page. report, John. Sometimes he does that on Warhammer. Every Monday, Monday yeah. night,
1: he does a live battle report, which, you know, apparently wasn't aware of uh, when booking for things. Definitely check out the last half of that after checking out Grim. Danny, anything else you want to add on here before we head away for the day?
0: No, John, I'm just excited to keep playing uh, Warhammer in the real world.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, guys, I think that was uh, for finding out five minutes before we go live that our guest was about the bottom of turn one on a live stream on another channel, <laughs> which, by the way, a far more successful channel show oh, yeah. uh, where you should absolutely choose that over us. Um, I don't think it went too badly, uh, it was pretty good there. Uh, thanks for uh, guest producer Dick. We, we we love him coming in. Dick Bob uh, always a good sight to see. Uh, we're gonna make that stick. <laughs> we're gonna make that Dick Bob stick. Of that's Dick. for sure. <laughs> uh, what an amazing show! I can't wait until next week. As new fan favorite and uh, sepulture of heroes meme lord Evan Valdyke, hopefully we'll be here. I'm <laughs> yeah, you've Right. D- <laughs> I don't think he has a game scheduled, but after this week, I'm definitely going to message and double check. Uh, He's going to return to the show to the rundown, the coldest takes of the community. Thank you, everyone, so much for watching. Remember, subscribe to FLGN Live to help us launch that channel with the greatest amount of success. Five-star reviews of Grim After Dark. No, you only leave five-star reviews of Grim After Dark on the FLGN channel with a terrible review. Uh, We'll be back next Monday. And as always, it's pretty grim after dark.